0: from the capital of the Commonwealth. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 1061 ESPN. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com and on the iHeartRadio app. Call in and talk with Bob anytime at 327-0888. Now, here's Bob Black with the Sports Huddle on 1061-ESPN. ESPN.
1: All right, guys, it's finally here. Kansas City is going up against your 2024 Super Bowl champions, the Detroit Lions. And now, here's Bob and Sean to make fun of me.
2: Now, contractually, Sean Robertson from CBS 6. Are you allowed to talk over this music? Because isn't this the Fox music? That is. That's why I didn't say anything. I was going to say, "Are you allowed to talk over this?" I'm surprised. Cut the music, AJ. Cut the music. Sean's going to get in trouble. Yeah, here. I
3: was going to say, "Can we talk about this on ESPN Radio?" <laughs> that too. <laughs> I mean, I know. I mean, can't you? Sh- you can We're play the Monday night football yeah. here. You can play the Monday night football theme, even though it's third. I- I'm stunned. AJ <laughs> did that. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully, security security does not escort him out of the building. You, you he know that the CBS and ESPN <laughs>
2: rule. You know that steakhouse's ad about no rules, just right. Mm-hmm. That's us. No That's- rules, <laughs> just right. And uh, away we go. Wow. Yeah, I'm
1: tired of the content wars. <laughs> I am a pirate.
2: <laughs> we are all a little giddy. We are all a little excited because it's NFL day 1. Yes. Today. Yes. I even geeked out so much I put one of those little garden flag things out in my no, front yard didn't. that says football on it. Oh wow. Fall football. Yeah, I was excited. Bob's i was a big fan. We got I, the got the helmets here the helmets in the, in are the house. Here. We got
3: the Commanders, formerly Redskin and Carolina Panther uh
1: helmets here. Whose helmet is that for the Panthers again? I couldn't remember.
2: I don't remember. number fifty. This is a mystery okay.
1: in the studio. I we can't read the names. No, I definitely up the can't read numbers. the numbers. Wow. I okay. think somebody's messing with us. Maybe.
3: Well, Maybe. It's not Hightower when he played with the with the
2: Panthers. So no, it isn't. A, no, it's number fifty eight. It's gotta be like a linebacker well, no, there's, or there's
1: two. Oh, there's, there's one on the two or other three side. Numbers, yeah, and obvious. I've looked up all the numbers and the names don't match. Mm.
2: Wow. What a mystery. What a way to start the season! Well, the show season is here. The longest off season
3: is over. Let's let's kick it off tonight around eight thirty ish, I guess, for the Chiefs and
2: Lions. And we've been kind of uh, uh, sarcastic, and by we, I mean AJ, <laughs> about the Detroit Lions, and like everybody's jumped so much on their bandwagon, like everybody. They're like the Super Bowl favorites. Now, yeah, the heck everybody. With, the head with the heck with the Chiefs, heck with the Eagles, the heck with the Bengals, the heck with the 49ers. Yeah, the Lions. The Lions. They're they're everybody's choice now. Yeah. If, and
3: and, and missed the playoffs last year, mind you, folks. They <laughs> won eight of nine to end the year and missed the playoffs.
2: Yeah. Now, if Kelsey doesn't play tonight, and I thought I heard Matt say something that with the guest that he had on, kind of yeah. said it sounded like he was not going to play, I think. Yes. Right?
1: Uh, I, I did a double take.
2: Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Still listed as questionable in game
3: time decision, but... If he doesn't play, look out for uh, but, Pacheco, Pacheco yeah. and... And um, McKinnon, yep. who was a who was a fine last year for them in third down situations, he was kind of like uh, the Antonio Gibson of the Commanders. He was kind of like their third down back. He played well for them down the stretch. Yes, I went there, Bob. Antonio Gibson. I was just gonna say,
2: is every analogy gonna be Commanders <laughs> no, related? Because no, no. you're so giddy about your Commanders.
3: No. But I'm gonna tell you what, though. I did think about you. We did a fantasy draft. I'm um, on my. Cousin's. Oh, I did m-
2: mine last night.
3: I did. I was on. Uh, ours was Sunday. And uh, I do have an eagle on my team. He is starting, so he better come
2: through. Um, uh, DeAndre Swift. Yeah. See, because I, I I wanted him. I think I did get him actually. He is I on think my. He is on mine.
3: He is on my fantasy on my fantasy team. I made like the cardinal sin. You took a cardinal. No, well I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> the cardinal sin. I. <laughs> I didn't I, I got there late. I got to the, the draft late. Auto pick. Yeah. So my auto pick, great pick though, Jamar Chase. Great he pick. He was my auto auto pick.
2: Leave it up to AI.
3: But I didn't know that I had him as the pick, so I went with another Bengal receiver. I got T Higgins. Huh. So I have two Bingle receivers Joe
2: Burrow's got to throw the ball around doesn't he because I was thinking I can get Burrow (laughs) this would be a trifecta (laughs) right
3: but uh no I don't I have I got Higgins and Chase if I would have known I had Jamar Chase I probably would have picked uh Terry McLaurin because I really think he's gonna go another commander but I do have Dotson I took him too I have Dotson on there me too uh, but I do have I have Dalvin Cook and Swift as my two starting running backs
2: huh all right, in general, if yes. we don't have any rules, this is at least a guideline. I try not to talk too much about fantasy because I don't think anybody really gives a you-know-what about, I only any, did that about anybody I saw else's Eagle, fantasy team. But
3: I have, I have Mr. Swift on my fantasy team.
2: All right, that Mr. was legit then because yeah. there was a connection. There was a connection. To that. And, and Dodson is on my Don, team. And I it. took Dodson too. But so, other than that, I try not to do that if yeah. I can help it because I just don't think anybody – like. All due respect and love, Sean, but I don't care about telling, your fantasy team. To, 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 I really there's don't. Some, no, i there's, there's,
3: there's some there's fantasy there. guys out there. Yeah, oh, there are. Yeah, I, and I, and
2: there. I say this all the time. It helps us do our job. At least mm-hmm. it helps me do my job mm-hmm. because you have to pay more attention no to question. all these individual guys and their stats and their health status. No question. And as long as you don't reference it as part of your fantasy team, it can make you sound pretty smart on the air. If you're mm-hmm. just talking about a certain team and all of a sudden you know about X, Y, and Z players because they're on your fantasy team but it makes you smarter no question i remember that from way back in the day when fantasy first started and you know what sport it actually first started with baseball baseball Mm -hmm. and i was doing a talk show in another day in time (laughs) on another station (laughs) over the hill yes in another era long gone era oh laura rutledge is back okay yes off of maternity leave yeah and uh of course she made it back in time for opening night of course good for her there you go good for her and they are talking about the—see, this is why—I talked about this yesterday, Sean, in all seriousness. Yeah. Chris Jones is holding out. Although, can you believe he said, if I sign my contract today, I could play tonight? There's no way. No, what is he—
3: There's no way. And what maybe, about the other 52 guys maybe. in the locker
2: room? What are mm. they going to think about that?
3: They probably would say, come on in. Play probably,
2: tennis. I guess, but— uh, If he did, it would be no more than 15 snaps. He, he, that's that
1: There would be no way. Well, that's, he he talked about y'all's opinions.
2: Yeah, I'll bet he did. I'll bet he did. But yeah, I mean, so it doesn't look like they're going to have him tonight, and Kelsey might be out tonight. This is why it's so hard to repeat. Mm-hmm. You deal with all that, plus you've got the bullseye on your jersey because everybody wants a piece of you. Yep. Here you are, the first game, the whole world's watching. The Lions are all fired, all kidding aside. All, they're all fired up. This is why it's so hard to repeat. No question, because in this
3: situation, I'm 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 a little surprised the Chiefs were unable to map out a deal get Chris Jones and the only reason why I say that because we, we when Patrick Mahomes got his extension it was this huge extension as far as numbers it was supposedly like 500 million or something like that but it was supposedly a cap friendly team friendly contract so other guys would be able to get big paydays even though Mahomes's contract on paper looked so huge mm-hmm. in this situation Chris Jones is still not able to get a contract to his liking even though maybe Patrick Mahomes' quote-unquote team-friendly contract was set up in a way where guys like Jones could get his big payday, mm-hmm. and yeah. he can't, and he hasn't gotten it yet.
2: No, definitely hasn't gotten it yet.
3: So I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised to that degree he has been unable to get mm-hmm. it. But we saw Bosa. So now you look at Chris Jones and you saw Bosa's contract with the with the Niners, and he's like, maybe I'm not Bosa-level bosa level i'm a little bit below i'm basically your best defensive player you know am i near the neighborhood am i sniffing around the neighborhood to bosa's level uh of that type of money to to return to Kansas city i mean he he has completely set the bar for defensive players moving poor michael parsons has some say about that to say hey you know look out dallas Well, my contract is coming up remember what bosa got paid you know i could be in that category as well so uh a lot of owners are saying, saying to themselves, what have we gotten ourselves into mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Bosa's new contract?
2: Just take more money away from the running backs. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all. We don't care about them. So,
3: And then Burrow and all of these other quarterbacks. My, it's it's going to be crazy the next
2: couple of years moving forward. I just saw another stat. Not that the Chiefs lose very often, anyway, but they've won 16 straight against NFC teams. That pains me because I believe that includes the postseason. So Probably. that really does yes. pain me. But yeah, they've won 16 straight going into ten. And I think Mahomes
3: has never lost a home opener. I think I have to. We got to double check that. Our crack staff here on the huddle. I think it's some to that degree. He's either never lost. He's either never lost a home opener or a Thursday night.
2: Here's oh. here's our problem with that today. So. AJ got burned yesterday by Wikipedia.
3: Oh, whoa!
2: And he is our research department, yeah. and that's where he would turn to get an answer to your very legitimate question. But I think he's going to be a little gun shy oh. about Wikipedia. This was an off-topic conversation, and I don't even remember how AJ, but Jim Reed's name came up. The, the former, former
3: Spider. Yes. And,
2: and I said, I think he's uh, like an analyst coach at UMass, back kind of where he made his, his bread right. and butter, and he just loves it up in New England, and he's just helping out. And AJ quickly texted, I mean, went on Wikipedia mm-hmm. to find Jim Reed, and it was outdated. It said he was the defensive coordinator and linebackers coach at UMass. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, AJ, that was in a different era. He did that years ago. That's not what he's doing. No way. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I went to UMass's website, updated September 2023, mm-hmm. and Jim Reed is indeed An analyst. Analyst. I'm not sure he's a volunteer analyst or being paid something, but he's just he's on the back end of his career. Gotcha. So if our research department is a little slow on the uptake today, Sean, that's why. Understand.
1: To be fair, Wikipedia is not my first go to, but I have to be fast, and because that is not the most notable individual in the world, Wikipedia was the closest. and and yes, and to answer your question, not only has Mahomes won every uh, opener, but the Chiefs have won eight straight
3: openers. So Mahomes has never lost a home opener, nope. and the Chiefs have won eight straight home openers. Yep,
2: mm. I'm, I'm probably gonna get fired for saying this, uh-oh, but uh-oh. I seem to remember the Richmond Spiders had <laughs>
3: won 17 Ooh, straight, home dating openers. back to 2006.
2: It's actually 2005 the last time they lost. I meant oh, okay. to say something to Christian about that today. The streak started in two thousand six, so that's accurate. Okay. And speaking of UMass, here's how we can bring this full circle. <laughs> the last it. time the Spiders lost a home opener was to UMass to in two thousand five. They actually started that season zero and two. Mm. They wound up nine and four. Won the conference championship and advanced to the second round of the playoffs. So there's the Bob Black silver lining. There you go. In this. It or could, salt in the wound. It could happen. Or salt. To, uh, could, let's go with silver lining, AJ. Silver I lining. Like, I would like to still have a seat on the charter tomorrow. Ooh, let's to, take uh, the charter tomorrow. Heading to Michigan oh. State. Well, you got the Channel 6 chopper right outside. It, it looks it, really nice. They're it, waxing it up yeah, for you. Yeah, it, it is. Because yeah. we're, we're going to Metauka. We're
3: going to South Chesterfield County. Tonight? Tonight after the after the show. We're so going, there
2: really are more high school games on Thursday now, mm-hmm. aren't there? I, I said that as an aside yesterday. No, it's it's,
3: it's legit. It, primarily because of the shortage of uh, Central Region officials. I said that. Uh, some could also play a part in security. Oh, let's get, we'll some, get into that in a little bit. Some more Saturday afternoon games as well. Uh, oh, but that's
2: the, back to the when I was in high school, we all played on Saturday afternoon.
3: And you've, and you've seen some. Well, they hadn't
2: invented lights yet when not, I was in, when I was in high school. And only so one why.
3: private school, and that was surprising. Starting this year, only one private school in our area has lights. Hmm. St. Chris.
2: Oh, I would I would have guessed collegiate.
3: Huh. Every other private school does not have lights.
2: Trinity Benedictine. Yeah. I'm
3: counting those four. There are probably some other private schools that probably are playing. That would say, "Hey, what about us?" The four in this Richmond region mm-hmm. in the VIS AA, they are the only four that are in there. And St. Chris currently this year they got uh, they have lights this year. And so I think they're going to play their first night game next week. I believe. Cool. Next Friday against Flint Hill, I believe only private school in the Richmond region with lights. Very
2: cool. Just behave, youngsters, just behave. Yep. We'll get into that here in a little bit. We started down that path at the end of the show yesterday. We didn't have enough time to finish our thoughts on what's happening yeah. now to the Henrico County schools individually. Yeah. Individually that are following the lead of the Richmond Public Schools. We'll yeah, get it. We'll get into that.
3: Tonight 4 it's on Thursday tonight, four games.
2: That helps you four. guys for your final score Friday, doesn't it? You know, it gets get it one in the game. can, right? Yeah. To use the vernacular. Yep. In the can. Yep. In the can. All right, let's move on because uh, we're going to talk NFL. We're going to talk all that stuff on this afternoon's feel good edition of the Sports Hotel
0: here's what's coming up on today's sports huddle just a huge final sport. this is the river city rundown
2: brought to you by the richmond chapter of the american red cross your help is truly needed for the red cross to continue to be on call for local or national emergencies like the hurricanes the flooding the wildfires to learn how you can volunteer or donate blood visit redcross.org they remain way too busy right now mm-hmm. jonathan mcnamara is a Prime example of that. He was hoping to come on yesterday. He was hoping to come on today, but just too busy right now. He's just going to talk some JMU UVA, being the JMU guy that he is, and maybe a little bit of an update on what's happening with the uh, Richmond American Red Cross. But I think we can figure it out right now, particularly by his conflicting schedules and how busy he is right now. So, again, if you can do anything to help, volunteer, all of that, visit Red Cross. All right, we're really going to dive into the Kansas City Chiefs-Detroit Lions game. We are going live. Sound like Brent Musburger. (laughs) You are listening live to Kansas City. Uh, Sean Barber is going to join us at 430 just four hours before kickoff, uh, he works for the KC Sports Network out there, those uh, KC Chief Ambassadors. He's been a part of that program for a long time. Uh, Defend the Kingdom podcast he he works on with others in the media in Kansas City. Of course, he's a former Hermitage standout, a former Richmond Spider standout, and a former NFL linebacker for, amongst other teams, the Kansas City Chiefs. So he's going to join us at 4.30 this afternoon. We'll get the latest, I guess, on uh, on Kelsey's status. He could give us an update, I would yeah, think, I would right? think he could. Yeah. He said he will probably be in the car from the studio to the stadium. Mm. That's pretty good. On the highways and byways in Kansas right? City, right? And we'll give us an update coming up here in about 10... Minutes or so, and then uh, we got your guy coming on at five o'clock. Thank you, Sean from Virginia State, right, Doctor Henry Frazier, the third, coming
3: off the the crazy victory Saturday in Norfolk against Norfolk State in the Labor Day Classic. I want to I'm going to ask him how his emotions in those final ten seconds of that game it mm-hmm. could have gone totally differently. Uh, But they were able to pull it out. First win against the Spartans since 2017.
2: Very impressive win. Yep. Uh, you could say it was going to go sideways, but I think it did go sideways. It, did. it, it was, just went literally. sideways in his favor, <laughs> as it turned out. Uh, so he's going to join us right after 5 o'clock. So two really good guests today. Uh, Sean Barber talking some KC Chiefs in the start of the NFL season tonight. And then uh, Coach Frazier, Dr. Henry Frazier from Virginia State Football, joins us a little bit after 5. 804-327-0888. Please join us as well, either online or via text. Same number, 327 with Sean Robertson from CBS 6 and with AJ producing on the other side of the glass, I'm Bob Black. We're all in the ESPN Richmond studio today and happy to be here and happy that you've locked in with us as well on 106.1 ESPN. He delivers his own take on sports.
0: And maybe if you're lucky, a pepperoni pizza and garlic sticks. But I wouldn't count on it. He's cheap. Matt Josephs is live. We take afternoons beginning at 3 on 106.1 ESPN Richmond. Richmond, Richmond.
2: If you want to boss. All right, let's start on this here, Sean, and uh, AJ and I, and AJ, again, feel free to pipe in here because you were going to yesterday and we ran out of time because I had just seen the story. Actually, I think it was on your on Channel 6's website. It was on one of the TV stations' websites, so let's go with Channel 6. What the heck?
3: Yeah, not um, those
2: other two. That, again, we've had more extracurricular incidents at high school football games to the point where uh, administrators have had to tighten the screws and change mm-hmm. the rules of how you can – Go watch your high school team play. And, and, Sean, this one seems pretty drastic, if you want to know the truth. Hermitage and then followed by Highland Springs have changed the way students purchase tickets, Yeah, how they get into the game, and who they have to come in with, right?
3: I think the, the first and third things you mentioned are the, are the key ones, because now you cannot, as far as I, uh, I, I how I gathered it, at least at Hermitage and Highland Springs, you cannot purchase a ticket Mm-mm. at the gate. Anybody, right? Anybody. Not just a student. Like not I just couldn't walk up. No, it didn't. that's what I gathered from tough. it. That you have to purchase the ticket online in advance, not the day of, right. but in advance. And a, an adult, an accompanying adult and or parent, must be with the child as long as they are under the age of eighteen.
2: Which is pretty much every high right. school student.
3: But it could be, you know, late senior or something like yeah, that. Maybe, I know, you know, I know. Um, how, yeah, so basically, if if the child wants to come to the game, an adult could be uncle, could be aunt, older sister, older brother. Could it be bro-
2: next door neighbor? Like, that's what I didn't understand about adult. That's a good question.
3: An adult? I mean, it, it, uh, I guess,
2: yes. I guess. But I, I, I just don't see how you... I mean, I get it. I'm, I give them all the curtain in the world for trying. That's that gray word. How do you police that once they're in... Because they're supposed to stay with them, I thought supposed it said. Supposed to, yeah. So, I like, hey, you sit, here, you sit here and I'll go get the soft drinks at the concession Could stand. Or you can't both, do that now? Or
3: both, both can come. Like, if the, if the parent
1: or the adult... Goes, maybe the kid has to go. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's very tactical. The best way to make sure these games are safe is to have no one go to them.
2: Well, let's not. I hope that doesn't happen. That's we exactly already did that. Gonna
1: we, dealt, we dealt with
3: that in the spring of 2021, right. and it
2: was not. And didn't they threaten to do that with the first game? Yeah. They were going to play it without fans. out TJ they, was, was not going to have fans. Together. No right.
3: media or fans. It was just the teams, the officials. The ADs, uh, the bus drivers, and any of the support staff for both schools were allowed inside Huguenot. Nobody else. We don't want to go down that road. We've done that with basketball and football with the pandemic. That's not going to work. I don't know if you have to now get more security, which I know the school systems may not want to do. Mm -hmm. It's going to be cost-consuming. However, if you want to legislate that rule, You're going to have to have more eyes on the stands and not the games. You're going to have to have people who are not football fans who are going to be – their focus is we're just going to survey the landscape of this campus and see who is adhering to the rules or not. I was at the Hollow Springs game Friday, as you know, against Manchester. There were multiple altercations. Some actually weren't altercations. Some were just kids just running from one end of the stadium to the other. And people were assuming something was going to happen. Hmm. And they kind of veered to that direction when in actuality it wasn't wasn't anything. But there were some altercations um, that took place. And give credit to the Hiraiko County school system for jumping on this immediately. Agreed. Knocking this out, especially with a huge rivalry game tonight with Verina and Hermitage at Hermitage tonight at seven o'clock so they want to have this in place but it's it's going to be important how that will legislate and the other issue is concession stands because that's normally where a lot of the people are kind of hanging around especially at halftime kind of just seeing what's going on and maybe sometimes late halftime early third quarter some of these issues take place concessions are closed at the end of the third quarter so now you can't eat or drink in the fourth quarter all of those are closed at the end of the third quarter
2: we got to get to the break because sean barber's coming up and i don't want to keep him waiting because he's got a game to go watch tonight in which they're going to fill the stands Mm -hmm. with fans at an nfl facility but here's my big worry these are money makers for these high schools and this is going to deter people from coming Mm -hmm. and they're going to lose money on ticket sales they're going to lose money on concessions Mm -hmm that parking. i think park some, sometimes you have really some, do they some some charge some i think you do but i do think you got to clear the parking lots i agree with that one no loitering in the parking lots at any time but particularly once the game ends absolutely yeah but let's see how this works and for how long they have to do this because i do think there's a worry when you put pencil to paper that you're going to be using a red pencil pretty soon because the costs are going to outweigh yeah. the, the, the benefits. That key is going to be that
3: the, the accompanying adult. Because you could, like you say, you can, get a na- tough one. you can get a
2: neighbor, you can get a friend. And is it one-on-one? Is it one-to-one ratio here? Like one thing. adult for one kid? Or can one adult bring three kids? Three kids. That's the other thing. There's, yes, there's it's a- not
1: going to work. I don't yeah. know why we're even debating. It, no one will go.
2: Right, that's what that's, I'm saying. Their their crowds are going to be minimal, and they're going to lose all sorts of money. And that's
1: the highlight of my high school career was the scenes before the game, sure. after the game, yeah. and and now this is but if, beyond if, dumb. But if some people can't act right at these
3: games, everybody's going to take a hit. So we're going to see. I mean, it was it was a it was a, maybe a rational decision. Obviously, we'll see how it plays out in the next few
2: weeks. See, I don't think it's dumb. I think it's unfortunate, and in some ways. I think it's like threatening, like window dressing threatening that here's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. I don't know at the end of the day that they can totally police it, but I think it will help eliminate what they're trying to eliminate. Right. But I think the unintended consequences could be pretty bad financially. Can some of those extra adults just be security? Maybe. I I, I
1: knew several dads when I was in high school that would volunteer for this. Sure. Maybe some undercover undercover cops you know coming coming to
3: the games or, or not in uniform
2: don't they that, use off-duty police officers anyway they can pay them a little extra to do that if they're off-duty sometimes but you know at those games shame. i mean you don't know it's a, it's really a shame it's coming let's be better people let's be better all right let's get the break in here sean barber from kansas city is going to join us next on the sports album all you have to do is accept it
0: and perhaps send a thoughtful thank you card
2: jamie king is live weekday mornings at seven on 1061 espn richmond We are T-minus four hours to kick off, maybe even a little bit less than that, Mm -hmm. of the NFL season opener tonight, the defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs at home against everybody's jump-on-the-bandwagon favorite team this summer and into the fall, the Detroit Lions. We're going to find out what our guy thinks about all this. He is live from Kansas City. I think he's making his way to the stadium as we speak. The former Hermitage and Richmond Spiders standout and NFL linebacker Sean Barber joins us this afternoon. Hello, my friend. How are you?
4: Young Bobby Black, man, that is the greatest introduction any man can ever expect. <laughs> um, paying homage to Hermitage High School and the University of Richmond. Hey, man, everybody know I'm Richmond through and through. I've never lost my roots. That's where I'm from. That's where I'm at. That's where my heart lies. Uh, man, my, my dad spent many years on that Richmond field playing for the Richmond Roadrunners. Ooh. And so it was, a, it was a legacy standpoint for me to go back to University of Richmond and play on that same field for a few years. But now Richmond has that on-field campus, man. It's, it's amazing to be an alumni from that area. And I'm just out here in the Midwest trying to be an ambassador for how great it is to be back in the
2: East. Absolutely. Sean Robertson from CBS6 is here with me co-hosting on Thursday. Sean, and I'll bury the headline for a moment on the NFL, but your guys, Hermitage, they got Verina tonight, Sean. I mean, it doesn't get much bigger than that, does it?
4: I heard in the area those are the two powerhouses. Yeah. Is that, is that the truth? There's two of Hermitage them. The Panthers versus the supposed to be the powerhouses facing each other face-to-face tonight.
3: It's, it's two of them, Sean. We got that other school over there on the East End, Holland Springs, and we'll say something about it. But those... Oh,
4: Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, hey, I'll tell you, like, Gus Allen, God bless his soul. Hey, I know what a panther is, but what's a springer? <laughs> Just, can somebody explain to me what a springer is? Yeah, they, they got the best of us a few times, man. They, listen, you know... That pro that, that that basketball and football. If there's one school in our uh, area that has developed more college D1 athletes. Mm-hmm. Man, that Highland Spring, Springs program is is historic.
2: Absolutely. But- all right. Um, hey, first of all, can can you just – what are you doing right now, man? I mean, you text me and I'm, go- I'm going from the studio to the state. I can never keep up. You're, you're like your own media cottage industry here. What is Sean hey, Barber doing these days?
4: Listen, if, if if you do not believe in yourself, nobody else will. So I am 100% positive at some point I'm going to be an on-air personality in some realm, some fashion. So until I realize what platform it is, got to be – I'm on the radio with 610 AM Odyssey um, a couple times a week. I have my own podcast called The Process with Sean Barber. It it, uh, gets uploaded every Wednesday, and that's on the KCSN uh, platform. And then me and Dana, we do players only. Uh, Me and Mitch Holtz do a thing called Defending the Kingdom. So there's a lot of different avenues and abilities for guys that can uh, talk the talk and walk the walk. Um, I'm trying to educate the fans about what's going on on the field, so they don't just jump on the bandwagon and think that the Detroit Lions is ready to roar, <laughs> to restore the restore to roar, all of those type things, man. That's that's a lot of uh, propaganda. It, it sounds great, but you got to go between the white lines, X's and the O's. You got to execute alignment, assignment, execution. Coaching matters. Players matter. And until. Th- Somebody proves me wrong. I'm just going to keep talking. I'm going to keep explaining to these guys how the process is always greater than the product.
2: Wow, I love it. And at the top of that resume, you can now put appearances on the Sports Huddle 1061 ESPN in Richmond. Oh man, you'll you'll be you'll be as hot love as it. Hot, hot as the Chiefs. Hey, hey, Sean, we we know what the Chiefs are—Super Bowl champs. Who? are the Kansas City Chiefs. No Chris Jones, and you fill us in on will there or won't there be a Travis Kelsey tonight.
4: Uh, I'm going to guess he's not going to be playing only because, as a player, I realize how important he is to the the ultimate goal, which is playoffs, uh, Super Bowl, and to have one of your star weapons, one of your most elite players in the league, maybe the best tight end in NFL history, to not be 100% in week one that is not that priority to me when I need Travis Kelsey. I need him at the end of the season. I need him with that momentum is building. I need him when it's win or go home scenarios. I'm not worried about the Thursday night opener Detroit Lions. So unless you tell me he's coming out 100% in a few hours, I'm letting that young man rest his loyals, rest his age. Hey, we, we don't need you. We'll find a way to win um, this game with or without Travis Kelsey.
3: All right, Sean, with that being said, if Kelsey is a no-go, who steps up in his spot? Not be a a, a copy of Kelsey, but giving them something in the tight end position for Mahomes.
4: Well, I think the last time we didn't have Travis Kelsey was due to COVID a few years back. We played the Pittsburgh Steelers, who at the time had one of the best secondaries in the league. And I think that the Patrick... Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs carved him up pretty nicely. Um, He hit, I think, seven, eight different receivers, uh, 300-some yards. Uh, I think the team scored 38 points, if I'm to be corrected, um, somewhere in the high 30s. So not having Trevor Kelsey available kind of makes Patrick a little bit more dangerous, I think, because it allows him to actually go through his uh, progression of where Andy actually wants the ball to go, and he doesn't get stuck on that security blanket he has, which Cover Travis, double Travis, Travis is always going to come open Mm -hmm. at some point in a route. Um, And I think sometimes Patrick does get a little bit uh, maybe too focused, too locked in on Travis. And when you're talking about the overall effectiveness of this offense, I think the offense is a little bit more dangerous in a one-game scenario when you don't know that Patrick is going to Travis.
3: Do you still get excited about opening day – when as when you are a player now, or are those butterflies and nerves dissipated just a bit?
4: Oh, man! Listen, football is football. It's, it's in my blood. I, I can't, <laughs> I can't not be who I am. Uh, I'm a former football player. It would, it would be blessed to be able to be a part of the NFL um, as a player for ten seasons. As the other twenty some years, now I do uniform officiating at the stadium for the NFL ops. So being a a uniform inspector keeps me still a part of the game. I'm around the players on the field. Uh, When that national anthem comes, I'm right there to see the flyovers, and I see the players crying. I see the coaches, the energy level on the field. Uh, It's special, man. So I'll I'll, I'll never be too old or or get tired of uh, the excitement of opening day. Um, I don't think – no matter how old I get.
2: Sean, there's a sports philosophy that says the journey to get to the top of the mountain is difficult, but the bigger challenge is to stay on the top of the mountain. How much of a challenge is this about to be for the Kansas City Chiefs to repeat as Super Bowl champs?
4: The way that the NFL sets up schedules, we know that the better teams have the hardest route every, each and every season. And... The Kansas City Chiefs have been dominating the AFC West now for seven, eight years straight, and they always end up with the toughest schedules each and every year, and they find a way each and every year to continue to get through that schedule and do what they have to do, take care of business, and just keep putting up the wins. Andy Reid has a process. And so when I developed that podcast called The Process, it, 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 it was developed with the thought process of – the coaches that I played under, the Andy Reid's, the Dick Vermeels. um, A lot of these coaches understand that the process of how you go about your business always matters more than the product. And so we're not worried about if Travis is there, if Chris Jones is there. That is next man up mentality. You always got to be prepared to go play. Grow as a team. Be prepared to do what you need to do individually to help y'all win on Sunday, on this case Thursday. And you just want to Go out there and play your best ball. Like Andy Reid tells the players every night before the game, guys, go out there and let your personality show. Have fun, play fast, be aggressive, and and, and play with no fear. And I love that about Coach Andy.
3: Hey, Sean, I'm going to ask you to take off your Kansas City hat and put on your NFL hat and look at the AFC West and those contenders with the Chargers and Justin Herbert. The Raiders have a new quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo, Denver, with the new head coach is Sean Payton telling Russell Wilson not to kiss babies, you know you're not running for office can you can you see a legit threat in that division to the chiefs this year?
4: uh it would be like I would have to not it's not taking off my chief's hat okay. was, you're asking me to ignore history like <laughs> ignore the last seven, eight years and just look at uh this season. As one unique season, yes, I could say that I think the Chargers are a very talented team. But the one thing that I know with the Chargers, as we all can admit, is they are always injury prone. Mm-hmm. The, 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 they can't keep the, the playmakers on the field. And you need your players to play. You need to stay healthy. And that's one thing that the Chiefs have found a way to do. They, they, their, their stars stay healthy. Their stars get healthy at the end of the year. Their playmakers come around and play the best ball when it matters the most. And that's something that the Chargers just hasn't been able to do as an organization. I, I can't really – I mean, Sean Payton is a mastermind when it comes to offense, but to already be poking holes at Russell Wilson talking about kissing babies and all that, man, like, that, 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 that's fodder fire for – that, that's probably that, – man, they're not serious about winning ballgames yet if that's the way they're going about it. And then with the Raiders, they're dealing with Chandler Jones. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, mental health is an issue – and it's something we need to be serious about. So I'm concerned about Chandler Jones. Not a fact, if he's going to be with the Raiders or not, I'm concerned with this man as a, this, this ongoing, what his mental health is going to be. So I, I, hopefully that the Raiders have people checking in with him on a regular basis to make sure that man's going to be all right. But again, that, that team is still always going to be in some turmoil um, because that's what the Raiders do. The Raiders are, are what the Raiders are. So it's hard for me to say that anybody is going to be in a position to challenge the Chiefs because of those things happening off the field.
3: You talk about players staying on the field. Do you have any any latest information about Chris Jones and maybe a timetable for his return to the lineup?
4: Uh, if I told you, I would have to kill you. <laughs> so that's not that's not what I, I want to do. Uh, homicide is not something I want to be known for. Uh, I'm a I'm a gentle person, man. I, I got I got peace in my life. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm a God fearing man. I mean, I love your soul and your spirit. So, hey, man, let's Chris Jones gonna do what Chris Jones does. Like I said, the, I think the mindset of Coach Spagnola is to coach the guys that are there, um, no matter what the scenario, whether it's contract, whether it's injury, personal, whatever happens. It's a long NFL season, and one thing I do know is that our big players, our heavy hitters, are going to be available and be ready when it comes to the end of the NFL season, and that's when you want to be playing your best ball. So I'm not really concerned with what's going on with Chris or with Travis, anything that's going on here in on week one. I just think the team's going to be super excited to go out there and play for Kansas City, um, GEHA Field, the Sea of Red, everything that makes Kansas City so special. Um, it's going to be on national TV today, and I'm really excited about the, the, the way our fan base has showed the the entire NFL world how we handle and how things run in Kansas City.
2: Hey, are they doing the whole big deal tonight, Sean? Are they doing like, you know, unfurling the, the banner, rings, any of that? Are they doing all of, the, all of that Super Bowl stuff tonight, too, or not?
4: Man, you know they are. This is banner night, man. The <laughs> banner... The, the, the 57th uh, a world champion, Banner, is going to come down and be hung up. The crowd is going to be going crazy. Um, Dante Hall is going to the Ring of Honor later on this the nice. season. So he's in town. Um, all the big hitters are in town, man. So, hey, this is the beginning of not, not just the Chiefs run for a back-to-back, but it's also to kick off a, a, another tremendous NFL season, man. And, and man, you just got to take your hat off to all the guys that are responsible uh, Roger Goodell, all, all the different um, um, entities that make the NFL uh, run as smoothly as it does. Um, man, it just, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, opportunity to show uh, Midwest values here in Kansas City. And I'm just excited to be a part of it. Man, like I said, uh, I'm, a, I'm an alumni. But, um, the man, I care about these brothers on and off the field. And I hope that all the guys are dealing with Ethan, they're dealing with, and Cook respect Douglas.
2: All right, I think we're starting to lose you, which means you must be getting close to your uh, top-secret, reserved, <laughs> underground parking spot there at, at, at Kansas City Stadium. So so we'll kind of let you go on that one. But thank you, my friend, for the time this afternoon. I look forward to getting you back here to Richmond and seeing you before too long, Sean. All right, I do think we lost him. But yes. we, we were wrapping it up with him anyway. Although I had... um. Well, really, three more things for him. Here we go again, like yesterday when I didn't have enough time to finish in two hours. Mm-hmm. That just means you got you got good stuff. Uh, now I got to remember all three. Th- oh, I did want to ask him if he is at least intrigued that the NFL gave the Chiefs the Lions tonight. Mm-hmm. Like they could have picked any opponent they wanted to. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to play the Eagles later in the season. You don't want to. I don't think you want to do that in Week One. Right. That, that's later in the year. But they could have given them. Any opponent, and Could they wanted an opponent that or, would make for yeah. an intriguing, competitive game. I'm just intrigued what people think. Why it was the Lions?
3: Because of the hot, the hot finish. Yeah, eight yeah, of nine. Right. Okay, he knocked out the Packers, knocked out Aaron Rodgers, sent him to New York because of that victory. The whole Dan Campbell aspect, I guess, uh, of him being the head coach, and uh, you know, the, yeah. the way Jared Golf played, champions,
1: all that, stuff, <laughs> all you know? that
2: stuff,
3: right? So, uh, you know, not making a playoffs last year, and you know, all of this hype. So, yeah, so you know. It's, it's, that's an intriguing part to the storyline. But mm-hmm. now, you know, no Jones, no Kelsey. I, I was, I was in his comment about maybe the, the Chiefs' offense a little more dangerous mm-hmm. without Kelsey. We'll see, we'll see that tonight. We'll see how patient Patrick Mahomes is, how many different receivers get the ball. Can, can you take away one of those receivers? Uh, if he's not going to focus on just that guy, it'll be interesting to see how he, how, All that plays out tonight.
2: All right. And then I got two little nuggets that I was going to throw his way. I really want him to brag in one regard. He's got a son, Noah, Mm. who was ticketed to go to Kansas to play football and baseball. He is a terrific baseball player, and that is his first love. Mm. Um, He did not get drafted out of high school, but the Kansas City Royals offered him an undrafted free agent contract this summer, and he took it. Really? So he's not going to KU to, to play football. I think he would have been a preferred walk-on in football and a baseball player. Mm-hmm. Instead, he's starting his professional baseball career nice. within the Kansas City Royals nice. organization. I would have loved a little update there from him, and congrats on doing that. And then lastly, one of his teammates, and I'm pretty sure roommate at Richmond back when they played together, was my good buddy, Jasmine Coleman, mm-hmm. a former radio partner mm-hmm. who's coming back to be a radio partner. What? That's what I wanted to tell Sean. What? Chris Anderson is out this week. He can't make the trip. Uh, And we invited, I invited, Jasmine to come back and rekindle the magic of the 2008 National Championship. And beyond, he spent ten years with me in the booth, and Jazz was excited to do it. So he's hopping on that charter Aww. with us tomorrow, and he'll be on the air with us. There's more competition for Sean Barber, by I the bet. way, in the broadcast I world. Bet. Jasmine's coming back, and he's excited about it. So yeah, we're we're reuniting the old team. It, it's me doing play-by-play, Jazz doing analyst, and Matt Smith back on the sideline. Nice. How about that?
4: That'll be cool.
2: Yeah, I think Sean would have been. I'm sure Sean already knows that. I think he and Jasmine talk a lot and text a lot. Jazz is so.
3: probably giddy about that, getting on that charter. to go He's to jazzed. E-Lance. He's jazzed? He's jazzed. You he and is. him in East Lansing? Oh yeah. we nice. looking We're
2: looking forward to that trip. Alright, yeah, let's get a break in here. Almost 10 minutes to 5. Thanks to Sean Barber. He did that on very short notice. As a matter of fact, when I heard that Jay mac when Jonathan McNamara wasn't going to be able to make it, I texted him and he was like, well, I think I'm going to be on way to the stadium. I'm like, that's alright. Just keep both hands on the wheel. Use know. that hands-free device. And he did. And it worked out great. And we got some good insight from Sean Barber. Uh, back to wrap up the quick as ever four o'clock hour of the sports tunnel <laughs> in a moment. 1061 ESPN.
0: This weekend, the Spiders face an FBS sized challenge as they head to East Lansing to take on the Michigan State Spartans. Catch all the action beginning Saturday afternoon at
2: 3 here on 1061 ESPN,
0: your home for the Richmond Spiders in the capital city.
2: We're watching uh, NFL Live here in the studio because we are an ESPN station. That's right. So we watch ESPN, yes. not Fox. Not Fox. We just play the Fox theme song, which is okay. <laughs> it got us fired up. I don't know if that was a live shot or not, but they just showed a shot there in Kansas City and all quiet before the storm. And everyone's talking about Travis Kelsey and his hyperextended knee.
3: Mm-hmm. The The $100 million knee, I guess. That probably will not see the field. I
2: don't think he's going to play tonight. That
3: night. I mean, uh, Sean Sean Barber made some great points. Why risk further injury in week one where he doesn't play today? You give him eight to 10 more days of rest, possibly see mm-hmm. him in week two. It's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, 0 and 1 is not the end of the world for the Kansas City Chiefs. You'd like to win that first game. It would game. be a headline. Yeah, it would be. But <laughs> again, you could say, well, we didn't have Jones, we didn't have Kelsey. Eh, all right. But, um, we'll see what, what patch I, I would be very I'm very interested now to see what Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. will do offensively with that group made up of, of a lot of guys that we either haven't heard of or been cast offs mm-hmm. that's gonna be the key you know Pacheco and also um, McKinnon they will have to play huge out of the backfield and also to be that slot receiver third down type back
2: 820 kick tonight what is it on I don't even know NBC, NBC? Yeah. NBC okay, yeah
4: NBC and Peacock
2: NBC and Peacock okay yep. Um, uh, we don't have that game tonight, but we have Braves baseball tonight against the Cardinals. Max Freed on the mound tonight. Looking to avoid the sweep by, by the Cardinals. Cardinals. Wow. Yeah. Never thought I'd say that. Uh, But they're just a little bored in Atlanta right now. They're just kind of waiting for the calendar to turn (laughs) another month, and they'll kick it back into gear. All right, we'll take a break. We'll kick it back into gear. The five o'clock hour of the sports huddle. Virginia State fans, we're coming your way at the top of the hour with Coach Henry Frazier, Dr. Frazier off of that big win over Norfolk State. He'll kick off the five o'clock hour coming up on 1061 ESPN.